0: The star of our story today is Benjamin, the youngest son of Jacob. We read in Genesis chapter 42 that there was a famine in the land and Benjamin had remained at home with his dad while the 10 oldest brothers journeyed to Egypt to buy food. They thought that they were buying food from Governor Zapnap Panea, but he was actually their brother, Joseph, known for his coat of many colors, whom they had sold into slavery when he was only 17 years old. The brothers didn't recognize him because he was now 38 years old, had a different name, was not a slave in Egypt, but the governor of Egypt, and also pretended that he didn't speak Hebrew, and communicated with them through an interpreter. His ten brothers really deserved to be fooled because of the cruel way they had treated Joseph. Joseph, Governor Zapnapanea, accused his brothers of being spies in a foreign language in Egyptian when they were only trying to buy food. He had them thrown into prison for three days and then allowed them to purchase food return home, but one brother, Simeon, was to remain in prison until the brothers would bring Benjamin to Egypt to prove that their story was true. Upon arriving at home in Israel, they excitedly told their father, Jacob, about their terrible and strange experience in Egypt with Governor Zapnap They explained that Benjamin would have to return with them in order to free Simeon from prison. But Jacob would not let Benjamin go anywhere. Joseph and Benjamin were the only two sons born of Jacob's favorite wife, Rachel. And Jacob believed Joseph had been killed by a wild animal some 21 years earlier. The brothers had returned with enough food to last about a year. Little did they know that the famine would last another five years past that. So... We read in Genesis chapter 43 that when the food was almost gone, Jacob told his sons to go back to Egypt and buy some more food. Judah reminded him, Dad, we must take Benjamin with us if we go. Governor Zepnapania said we must bring him. Why did you tell the governor that you have a brother, his dad demanded? Well, because he asked us. Do we have another brother, and is our father alive? Judah answered, Dad, send Benjamin with us, and I promise we'll bring him back safely. And if you don't, all of us are going to starve to death anyway. Jacob finally reluctantly agreed. But there was still another problem. The money that they had paid for the food was found in the bags of grain when they got home. The governor would think that they were thieves, when actually Joseph had placed the money in their bags to upset them, and it worked. Jacob advised them to return the money that they had found, take more money to buy more food, and to take the strange governor some presents. And so they left for Egypt with their youngest brother, Benjamin. When Joseph saw that his brothers had returned with Benjamin, he instructed his servants to bring them to his home to have lunch with him. The brothers quickly explained about the money they found and tried to return it, but the servants said, Well, it must have been God that gave you that money because we know that you paid us. As Joseph, Governor Zapnapania, entered the room, his brothers bowed before him, and he remembered the dreams he had had as a young boy, dreams that his brothers bowed before him. Simeon was released from prison and joined his brothers as the governor asked if their father was still alive and well. Governor Zapnapania then seated them at a table in the order of their birth, Reuben down to Benjamin, and they marveled at that coincidence. The brothers enjoyed their dinner said goodbye to their strange host, and left. Meanwhile, Governor Zepnapanea secretly instructed his servants to put the money they had paid back into the sacks of food and to put Governor's special silver cup into the sack of the youngest brother, Benjamin. A few minutes after they left, Governor Zapnapania sent his servant after them with instructions to accuse them of stealing the governor's silver cup. When the servant caught up with them, he yelled, stop, why have you rewarded evil for good? My master was good to you. So why did you steal his silver cup? The brothers insisted that they were innocent. One said, God forbid that we would do such a thing. Remember, we tried to return the money we found in our bags from the first trip. You search our bags, and if you find the cup in one, then you can execute that man, and the rest of us will become the governor's slaves. Let it be as you have said, the servant replied, except he with whom it is found shall be the governor's slave, and the rest of you, well, you can return home. And so the search began, beginning from the oldest to the youngest. And of course, there is where the silver cup was found, in Benjamin's sack. The brothers were devastated and tore at their clothes and insisted on returning to Governor Zephnapaneah along with the servant and Benjamin. When they arrived, they threw themselves at the feet of the governor, and Judah made a long speech relating how it would kill their father Jacob if they didn't return with Benjamin. His speech finished with a plea to take him, Judah, as the slave and let Benjamin return home to his dad. We read in Genesis chapter 45 that Governor Zephanapaneah could not keep up the facade any longer and ordered all his servants out of the room. And then he revealed to his brothers, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sowed as a slave into Egypt. Shocked, his brothers took a few steps backward, afraid of what would happen next. Wait, don't be afraid. Come near, Joseph continued. God has sent me here to save lives because there will be five more years of famine. But God has revealed this to me, and I have stored away food for this time. You must move your families and our dad here to Egypt to survive. And then Joseph hugged and kissed his brothers, especially Benjamin. This story, the story of Joseph of the coat of Many Colors, is my absolute favorite story to tell in my children's church. It takes me four weeks, four Sundays to relate it. And I don't know Hebrew or Egyptian, but I do know English and a little Russian. So I yell at the class in Russian to show how frightening it would be to be yelled at in a foreign language when you feel like you've done nothing wrong, as Joseph did to his brothers. Yes, I have a passion for telling Bible stories to children, But several years ago, I was suffering from children's church burnout and wanted to resign my position, even though I felt it was my calling. I needed inspiration. I thought a children's church convention or seminar in, say, Hawaii would be perfect. I prayed, and in just a couple of weeks, I received an invitation to a children's church seminar at a church located less than a mile from our home god really does have a sense of humor a month went by discouraged i was about to turn in my resignation and then one night i had a dream i dreamed that i died and went to heaven a great number of people greeted me and i felt joy and peace but these people were motioning to me that there was more, something very special. And then I saw him. In the distance stood Joseph of the coat of many colors, and I realized that I was gonna get to meet him. I started running toward him in slow motion, as in a dream, and I extended my right hand, and I thought, I am going to shake his hand and say, what a great honor to meet you. When I got to him, He turned to me, smiled, he grabbed my extended hand, and before I could say anything, he said, Oh, Dottie, I love the way you tell my story. That short 30-second dream inspired me more than any seminar anywhere ever could. And I am still telling Bible stories in my children's church every Sunday morning, and enjoying every minute of it. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the story of Joseph, all the twists and turns, and the resulting forgiveness Joseph showed to his brothers. And God, we thank you for inspiration that you generously give in the most unique ways. We pray that you will bless and encourage children, church and Sunday school teachers everywhere as they share these great stories with their students. In Jesus' name, amen. Kids Moment with Dottie is a short-form podcast to engage you and your children with the Word of God. Dottie is the children's pastor at the Knoxville Christian Center in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to hit subscribe. For more information, visit KnoxvilleChristianCTR.org.